0: Listener Production.
1: The Tasmanian Tigers are heading into their third straight Women's National Cricket League final at Blundstone Arena. Tube speaks with Tassie Tiger and Australian representative Heather Graham ahead of the big match against Queensland Fire. Heather gives insight into the final, including selection drama, her stellar form in the 23-24 season, and outlines why the Tigers have been a sensation in women's cricket for the past three seasons. This is Tube's
0: Spin on Sport. Heather Graham, ahead of the WNCL, third time in a row for the Tigers. Now, what's interesting about this is that I just learned that you didn't play in the first two.
1: No, I didn't. Fortunately, but unfortunately, I was away with the Aussie squad both those years. So, um, yeah, it's nice to be back home, coming here on Saturday and pulling on the Tigers kit for final game
0: of the year. I love what you've just said. You've said coming back home. Is Tassie home for you?
1: Yeah, absolutely. I've been here for what, four or five years now and absolutely love it here. So it's a beautiful place and I don't think there's probably any better place, maybe Perth, that I'd rather live. But no, only because family's in Perth, obviously. But no, I absolutely love it here.
0: I love that you love it here. And and I think there's a lot of cricketers that come down here and, and really embrace Tasmania. What's it meant to be a part of that successful side over the last three years for you?
1: Oh, I think it's been massive. I think the stuff that we've worked on off the field's really put us in a great place on the field and I think there's no two better people to thank than sally Ann Beams and Dan Marshall. I think they set the program up four or five years ago and put an action plan in place and I think we're slowly built towards that and over the last couple of years now we've really reaped the rewards for it.
0: Looking ahead to this Saturday, your form's pretty good for the WNCL. What do you put that down to?
1: Just really simple, clear plans, to be honest. I think... Cricket can be a really complicated game at times, but it shouldn't be. It should be a really simple and really easy game. So I've literally just told myself to watch the ball and that's somewhat helped. So yeah, that's all you gotta do is watch the ball.
0: I find that so simple. However, watching a lot of cricket this season, both in the men's and women's programmes here at Blundstone Arena, I find that an incredible game that's played a lot above the shoulders. How's your mindset?
1: Oh, it varies in games and how you're hitting them and all that sort of stuff. I think a few months back, I definitely wasn't hitting the ball very well or, watch, or watching the ball properly. So I think, yeah, tried to work out why why that was and then sort of just came down to, I'm actually not watching the ball all the way onto the bat, even though you can't fully watch it all the way onto the bat, but watching it for as long as possible and worked on literally just watching the ball out the bowler's hand and tracking it all the way. And that somehow was just it been a really simple, clear message for myself and it's all I go out there and do now.
0: I watched video that the Tasmanian Tigers had up on the socials and it was you bowling your variances and talking through that as you were <laughs> bowling. you saying, I'm going to bowl an off-cutter here, I'm going to bowl a leg-cutter here, I'm going to bowl a knuckle ball," and you did it perfectly. How many takes did it take? Be honest.
1: Well, I only had to bowl an over, so... Literally, I only bowled the six balls and that was it. Legitimately? Legitimately, yeah. That's
0: unbelievable, Heather, because I, I watched that and I thought, oh, this has taken her a few guys, but six balls with Mikey, your uh, media guy here, six balls.
1: Yeah. That's the, the sort of balls. control you have. Well, yeah, I think like, obviously I've played cricket for a long time now, so you sort of, you develop those skills and you know what you need to do, so yeah. Uh,
0: and that's coming from someone who's just completely unskilled with regards <laughs> to cricket, and i probably shouldn't understate your talent as a cricketer because you have played for Australia. Playing in the WNCL final, is this your first final as a part of a group?
1: No, this will be my second. I played one for WA probably about six or seven years ago now and we managed to win that at North Sydney against New South Wales. So, um, yeah, this will be the second one and hopefully it will be my first one for the Tigers.
0: Are you looking forward to
1: it? Oh, I can't wait for it, to be honest. I think it's been a long time coming for myself. I know the team have obviously gone back-to-back. I was... Somewhat jealous that I haven't been able to be part of the last two. So, um, yeah, I'm really looking forward to this one.
0: What does it mean to make a WNCL final for women's cricket?
1: Oh, I think it's massive. I think for state cricket, it's the pinnacle the WNCL. I think we know we've got the big bash, but we obviously get the international players in for that as well. So to be basically all domestic players from Australia, I think... It's what everyone's striving for and it's what you set your eyes on and you set a big target for it at the start of the season. So, it, yeah, it's a mass, massive accomplishment for the team and, yeah, one more.
0: You mentioned sally Ann Beams before and Dan Marsh, who are clearly a massive part of the women's program here at Cricket Tasmania. sally Ann Beams has gone on to be the high-performance manager. Dan Marsh, assistant coach with the Australian women's team. There's some other leaders, though, amongst the group. Who are some of those that you look up to, including yourself? <laughs>
1: Um, it's a good question, actually. Obviously, the experience that Elise Helani's had. I've played with her over a number of different teams over a number of different years now, so still being able to have her as a good friend and a bit of a mentor as well has been really good. But I love batting with Nick Kerry. We really complement each other. I think she's got that ability to just get off strike and bat for a long period of time where I think I'm a little bit more of the aggressor in our partnerships when we bat together. So we complement each other really well and we we have a good laugh out there and all that sort of stuff. But I think the coaching staff that we've also been able to put together this year have been incredible. I think we've had a lot of change over the last little bit. So to have Jude Coleman, Clive Rose and Graham begging come in and I guess really cement themselves as coaches and really bring our, I guess, our plan to fruition and yeah, be able to make a final for the third year now is,
0: yeah, it's pretty cool. I watched the Tasmanian Tigers warm up before a game. I watch them field. When you step across the line as a group fielding, there's something cutthroat about the way you field. Is that something you've actively thought about as a group?
1: Yeah, I think we've got KPIs on it. So after every game, we, re- we review those and we want to make sure we're always doing our best for the team. And I think the more runs we can save is the more... the less runs that we have to then chase. So I think obviously a team sport for a reason and everyone wants to do really well and be successful. So I think as a team, we just want to compete together and have each other's backs.
0: Looking back to last year's game, it was one of the most incredible games of cricket that I think has ever been played on Australian soil. I stood in the Ricky Ponting stand here and I was just so overwhelmed with joy that I was literally crying with just pure joy for the group because I know they were out of it. Where were you when you were watching that? I had
1: just finished a training session in South Africa and I had it up on my phone and I was sitting by myself on the bus being like all nervous as hell and all that sort of stuff and then at the three, the Saka sisters as I call them, Darcy Brown, Megan Shute and Tali McGraw, were all sitting surrounded by a few other people there because I think at that point the SA girls were were looking like they were going to win their game and then oh, I think I almost cried that we are going to lose it and then... I think I turned my phone off. I was like, I can't watch this. And then I could hear the noise coming from them that stuff was starting to happen. And I was like, oh, shit, I better, I better put it back on my phone now. And then all of a sudden, there's me absolutely screaming at my phone and cracking jokes and being like, oh, you guys have absolutely choked, all this sort of stuff. And then they're just sitting there basically bawling their eyes out. So it was, it was a roller coaster of emotions. But, yeah, it was pretty cool to watch it and see the girls get over the line like that.
0: Still... If you haven't seen that, go and look for it on the Cricket Tasmania socials because it was one of the most incredible sporting feats I have ever seen in my life. Looking towards this game, you're coming up against Queensland Fire. They do lose a few players to the WPL over to the Women's Premier League in India. Is it going to be an easy game?
1: Oh, absolutely not. I think it doesn't matter who walks out on the field for them. I think they've always got a really strong side and they're Queenslanders, right? So they're always going to compete and bring that energy that all Queenslanders have. So I think... Yeah, we're going to have a task ahead of us. And I think if we can play our brand of cricket and play the way that we've been playing at Blunston for the last couple of years now, I think that'll put us in a really good place. But yeah, they're a very good side and we know what they're going to bring.
0: The depth of the Tigers has been challenged. There's some injuries to some key clientele. Hayley Silver-Holmes has had a sensational year with the ball, as has yourself. Molly strano has been a big part of that. Her injury, how likely is she to play?
1: Look, I actually don't know. I think she'll go through all the fitness tests and everything that she needs to do over the next day or two, um, and it's probably going to be a really last-minute call, I think. I think it'll be down to her, but it'll also be down to what things she can and can't do on the cricket field as well. But I think someone you forgot to mention there was Loz Smith, come down from New South Wales last year, and she's a joint leading wicket taker. So I think she's played a massive role alongside Molly, but also while Molly's been out, she's really stepped up and been amazing for us.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Last game against WA here, she was sensational and To secure that win was unbelievable. She's been elite with the bat as well in some times where it's looked like Tasmania weren't going to be able to scrounge enough runs together to have a competitive total or chase down that total. She's been sensational and a big leader as well around the group.
1: Yeah, she is. She's a bundle of energy in the small size that she is. She loves it. I think she's probably one of our leaders in the field as well. I think the way that she throws herself around the field and I guess creates that vibe and energy on the field really helps us and I think especially in those moments where you can kind of have some dull patches or some lulls in the field because 50 overs is a long time out there. So, yeah, she's always bringing that energy and I think it's so handy to have all-rounders in your team, especially when they're batting at 7 or 8 and stuff like that where sometimes your top water doesn't do so well. So, um, yeah, we know we we bat down to 11, so it's been great to have flaws in
0: the team this year. Maisie Gibson coming back too after she said she was going to have a year off just to be able to slide someone who's made previous WNCL teams of the year. From a national point of view, that must be a pretty handy into.
1: Yeah, it is. She's been really good for us, Mays. I think if Amy didn't have a stress fracture in her neck, then potentially she probably wouldn't be playing. But I think the way that she's been able to come back into the team and around the squad and all that sort of stuff after wanting to take a year off. But I guess doing it for not only herself, but I guess for us as well to come back in after stepping away, I think pretty big, and I think it's pretty cool that she's been able to do that for us. Um, Yeah, she's a good chick.
0: Well, regardless of what happens this weekend, I'm incredibly proud of the group, and Heather Graham, I wish you all the success. Regardless of the result on Saturday, you know we're one of my favorites now.
1: Oh, absolutely, (laughs) and you're my favourite two tubes.
0: All the best this weekend.
1: Cheers, thanks very much.